Girls, moms and dads, children of all ages, welcome to Living on a Thin Line with a Tony Visick. I am Tony Visick. Uh, we come to you every day at 2 p.m. our time, currently uh, generally considered Pacific time, soon to be Mountain Time. Every day at 2 p.m., we come to you and we are your daily distraction from all the weirdness, anger, anxiety, hoopla, and sorrow in the world today. We, uh, we are broadcast on three platforms, Comedy Schools, Radio Network.com, YouTube Comedy Schools, and Facebook Live. Uh, and the show is built around three things primarily. Sometimes two things, sometimes one thing. Sometimes it ain't no thing at all. But uh, the primary standard of the show is built around the tent poles, if you will, for more of a TP. And they are uh, your questions and comments uh, posted on the aforementioned social media sites. Uh, we try to answer them in real time. Real time. Uh, hello, Chip. De Blasio, the folks are starting to pop in. We say hi. We have a regular crew that listens and watches every day. Chap De Blasio being one of our friends, part of the uh, Living on a Thin Line family. One of our friends, one of our family, one of our neighbors, one of our buddies, one of our pals. Um... It's also built around usually some knick-knack or autograph or memento or curio or piece of fluff that I have laying around here in the home office that we try to weave a story around and uh, at a minimum, at a maximum, excuse me, excuse me, I made a faux pas, at a maximum two artists or two pieces of music based on our vast vinyl album and CD compact disc collection. We do not offer suggestions from our cassette collection we don't do cassettes we don't do eight tracks we don't do 45s we do albums and we do cds and that way we're very very picky they go how come he doesn't do cd how come he doesn't do cassettes go, shut up don't ask about cassettes don't you know know what don't even ask why he doesn't make recommendations from audio cassettes well no, just don't shut up so uh, <laughs> You know, I think I have a box of them out in the gay garage. That's a, I think that's how you say it if you're British. Out in the gay garage. Um, but I, uh, I haven't had to go there yet. Uh, what we were doing in the past, we're just making the, offer, making the uh, suggestions and uh, uh, trying to encourage you to go and listen to them on YouTube. Uh, but we've made it even easier. We are constantly improving of this show. We've made it easier and better to be able to uh, find it because we will put up the recommendations. Uh, we will put up links to the recommendations here in the suggestions and then later on up in the uh, titles of the show. So it's Friday. Hello, Jim Perry. How are you? Jim Perry is watching. Jim Perry is a friend of ours. Uh, and um, I hope no one ever holds that against him. Uh, he's a friend of ours and he is the, uh, the primary proprietor of one J.P.'s Comedy Club in Gilbert, Arizona. Not just Gilbert, ladies and gentlemen, but greater Gilbert, Arizona. Uh, where you can see uh, headlining comedy with some of the best headliners of today, tomorrow, and yesterday. Uh, funny, funny people. Uh, every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. But it is a seven-day-a-week operation. It is a holistic operation. It is a place where not only can you see stars, but you can develop your own artistic talent. Uh, we offer probably more open mic nights than any other comedy club in the nation open or closed right now. People get a chance to get an opportunity to be able to strut their stuff, okay? Uh, 
uh, wager their wares, all right? Uh, show us the goods. Uh, and a multitude of, of open mic nights. And then um, also we offer classes and workshops there. Um, interestingly enough, this coming Monday night at 7.30 p.m., I will be offering a free intro to my stand-up comedy workshops. If you ever thought about doing stand-up comedy, now's your chance to shack it out. Absolutely free. This Monday, 7.30, J.P.'s Comedy Club, 860 East Warner Road. We also offer these workshops on uh, Zoom online for those who are still not wandering out in the world or who are in other parts of the world. No matter where you are in the world today, we can help you with some fun stand-up comedy workshops. For all the information, go to ComedySchools.com or J.P.'s Comedy Club.com. Um, yeah, and I got a live show coming up there. Friends. Neighbors, enemies, casual acquaintances, ships passing in the night. I have for you this Sunday at 5 p.m. class clowns. That's right, Joe Gannon, like Houston. You know, Houston, they don't really pronounce the H. They don't say Houston. It's Houston. It's more like they don't even need the H. And it's good because they have so many hurricanes down there that I think the H got flooded away. Uh, this Sunday at 5 p.m., right there at the aforementioned J.P.'s Comedy Club, jpscomedyclub.com, Class Clowns, the longest-running stand-up comedy showcase in the greater Valley of the Sun, possibly in all of Arizona, possibly in the nation today. The longest-running comedy showcase, uh, not the longest-running open mic night. I'm pretty sure that honor would go to the comedy store in Western Hollywood. So um, I got something for you. I got something for you today. I got something for you Sunday. I got something for you Monday. I got something. I got something for you. Might be something to you. So we got all that coming up. Uh, Ron Mori is the headliner there this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Go out and check out Ron Mori. And I promise you by the end of the year, this is my solid promise to you. And it's better than any promise from any politician. Better than any promise from any bank, from any commercial, from any infomercial. My promise. My undying pledge to you is by the end of the year, I will begin doing hybrid live and Zoom shows from JP's Comedy Club where you can, anywhere in the world, come in and check them out. It's going to be uh, tons of fun. Uh, tons of fun. So you're going to watch this space for um, something we have become uh, the experts in, Zoom shows and hybrid shows. So uh, excuse me while I stick a nicotine lotion to my uh, mouth so that I don't go into some sort of uh, inexplicable uh, manic panic of rage uh, because uh, of my lifelong addiction to nicotine. You know, I've loved many in my life, and I've loved long in my life, but I've never, my longest love affairs, I'm going to say this right now, with family in the room, my longest love affair has been with cheese and nicotine. So uh, there seem to be the two things, just the two things I just can't seem to live without. Is uh, cheese and nicotine. You know, matter of fact, I think that sounds like a Tom Waits song. Cheese and nicotine. I woke up with the blues. Um, throw them away. I will. Yeah, Jim Perry. Jim Perry did this. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna rat you out, Jim Perry. I'm gonna rat you out. Nicotine uh, comes in tubes like this. Tubes like this, and it's not cheap. Nicotine lozenges. It's not cheap at all. And uh, uh, I'm 65. I'm not afraid to admit it. 
I'm not afraid to admit it. Uh, Kirk Nummy says, will you smoke cheese sticks? Uh, I don't know, Kirk. Will you smoke a meat stick? So, <laughs> uh, speaking of meat stick smoke, smokers, there's Arthur Belkind. Um, they're not cheap. It's like for 100 of these, it's like 30 bucks, sometimes more. And they come in these little tubes. And I left one sitting around at JP's uh, when it first opened. And when Jim was cleaning up, and he cleans up. That Jim Perry, he cleans up down at JP's Comedy Club. Um, he found them, held on to them for a couple of days, and threw them away. He threw them away. And I was stuck with a, like, man, I, I seem to be just burning through these nicotine lozenges this month. Because I track everything that I uh, pay for. I keep a detailed accounting. And uh, I noticed that my uh, nicotine lozenge uh, allotment had gone up quite a bit, I think, last month. And part of it was because Jim Perry doesn't love me and he threw away my nicotine lozenges. Uh, Arthur Belkind says, actually, you don't look so great for 65. That's because you have cataracts, Arthur Belkind. Cataracts. Kirk Nermy says, not yours. Ah, Kirk, the lady doth protest too much. Uh, and I don't know what you're talking about if you're making some sort of uh, uh, innuendo there, Mr. Nermy, because all I was doing was talking about the delicious food stuff, uh, cheese sticks. Uh, there is some called meat sticks. Did you know that? I think I have a box of them downstairs. Sullivan, yeah. come here. We're going we're gonna to prove something. I want you to go down to the refrigerator and see if there's like a red box that has something in it like meat sticks. And if there is, a, huh? I found a cheese it. He found a cheese. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where'd you put the cheese it? Okay, good. Dang. Dang. He found a cheese it on the floor under my uh, chair. Uh, we're really betting a thousand today. We're betting a thousand. Haven't watched the news a lot today because I'm trying to keep my sanity. Went to the great big candidate forum last night for the Maricopa Meadows Homeowner Association. Candidate forum for the Maricopa Meadows Homeowner Association. Uh, and uh, spoke and answered many questions. You know, it's a weird thing, isn't it? I mean, I live in a community of approximately maybe 1,800 homes now. And what happens every once in a while is... Um, A lot of misinformation gets put out, a lot of supposition, a lot of innuendo, primarily here on social media, and the uh, citizenry gets up in arms. So a whole bunch of people decided to run for the board of directors of the Homeowner Association because uh, they were all sure that something terrible was happening. So uh, I was in this forum last night with like eight people. And of course, some people were so new when we said the limit was going to be 39 people who could attend even though it was outdoors because of social distancing guidelines in Pinal County and in Arizona. Because of that, uh, Kirk nobody says smoke that cheese it. I will not smoke, I will not smoke a cheese it that was found on the floor under my desk. I simply won't. Um, only about 15 or 20 people showed up. Great people, good people. Many people have been involved with the community for years. But there I was answering questions like a real political candidate for a real position that does not pay real money. It's absolutely free. It's a volunteer position. Yet I had people down, you know, and good people too, who had bad information up there 
where half the time I find myself going up there going, I'm sorry, but what the last gentleman said is absolutely false. You will be able to use the park when there is a disc golf tournament in place. No one will run you out of the park. The signs saying uh, that exclusively for uh, that tournament are for other disc golf players. Calm down. It was just a, a silliness at a level I can't really describe. Not for the people that live here, not for the people involved, but for those who were woefully misinformed and went in there loaded for barrel, angry and upset. And uh, darn it, I've certainly looked foolish in public before. I've certainly made mistakes in public before, like this show today, I'll tell you that. Uh, I've certainly been wrong in public before and in private. Uh, never in a men's room in an uh, airport in Minnesota where I would have a wide stance, never like that. But I have uh, done some foolish things. But there were some people who just... Uh, there was a guy last night who's running again who lost his seat a while back, who's a good guy, who uh, was on the board for a couple of years and towards the end made an announcement going, I want to apologize for a lot of my behavior the last two years. I was led astray and woefully misinformed by a group of people. And uh, I caused a, a lot of problems, and I'd like to get a chance to fix them and straighten them out. And it was. There was a group of people kept whispering in his ear, they're doing this, they're doing that. Hey, you should do something about this. Hey, you should do something about that. And it really made for a strange time here in the neighborhood. It was not Mr. Rogers' neighborhood at the time. The same people that kind of led that good guy astray uh, are, are doing that with some new candidates right now. So I got to stand and go, if elected, I will. By the way, I take that job very seriously. I'm a committed, dedicated guy. I'm not a great guy. I'm not a perfect guy. I'm not the golden boy. But if I say I'm going to do something, I do everything I can to make sure that I do it. Uh, hey, Kimberly Duncan is watching. Kimberly Duncan is a friend of ours from right here in the neighborhood. Um, hi, Kim. Hi, Nancy Yamans. Kirk Nermy, I think I've already said uh, hi to you. And Kirk Nermy, if you're still here, don't you have a show coming up? There's a guy watching right now named Kirk Nermy. I hope I pronounced it right, Kirk. And don't you have a show coming up called uh, Overcoming Jody, Jody Arias? It's a um, comedy show, uh, but it's about Jody Arias or about your interactions with that story. Isn't that correct, Kirk? And if so, if so, uh, please let us know. Uh, hey, Kimberly. Uh, Kimberly just typed it. Hello. Hello back. <coughs> so last night was fun. <clears throat> I had a good time. I take that job of being on this board very seriously. One of the easiest things in the world to hate and one of the easiest things in the world to make fun of are homeowner associations, HOAs. People, I hate them. We should get rid of them. Let's do this. Let's do that. Yet no one ever does or rarely does because the consequences oftentimes are stranger than anybody could possibly imagine. Jim Perry said, yes, on the 18th, I'm hosting it. What? The homeowner association, Jim? You don't live here, Jim. You don't live here, Jim. You don't get to host anything here in Maricopa. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait. The Overcoming Jody Arias show? Jim, you're the host? Are you the host? Like, like you know, like someone who has a disease? No. Um, yeah, don't yell at your... What? Don't yell at your comments. I'm, I'm not yelling at my comments. I'm talking... Now, now Sullivan thinks I'm yelling at my comments. Uh, Overcoming Jody Arias is the name of the show, Correct. It is Kirk Nermy's show. Uh, Jim Perry will be the host, and it's going to be at Stir Crazy Comedy Club, owned by another great guy and comic, Tom Sims, who was so kind to us during uh, all this time of the pandemic, and we owe him big. 
Kirk Nermy's Overcoming Jody Arias, a comedy show based on and around the uh, strange saga of Jody Arias, is going to be at Stir Crazy Comedy Club, stircrazycomedy.com or stircrazycomedyclub.com on uh, October 18th. So if you want to see something different and fun, and by the way, if you'd like to see Jim Perry, but you don't live in the greater Gilbert area, that'll be your chance. So um, check that out. It's like, sort of like, uh, almost like theater yet comedy. It's going to be a great time. Kirk Nermy says, hosted by the one and only Jim Perry. I know, Kirk, you already told me. Now you're repeating yourself. Are you my age? Jim. Jim, is Kirk all right? Is Kirk starting to... Is he slipping? <laughs> anyway, I had fun last night, the candidate forum, because I love this little town I live in, Maricopa, and I love my community, Maricopa Meadows. Uh, I really expect, uh, respect and admire the people I serve on this board with, uh, one Kimberly Duncan, uh, Eric, and Mike, and I hope I get to continue. Uh, you'll never hear me uh, put down or uh, rip into uh, my little town because I just really love it here. Uh, someone else who I really love, uh, my brother Gerald. But he never went by Gerald. He always went by Jerry. Jerry Visick is here. Uh, Jim Perry says that uh, Kirk can't answer because he's, uh, he's eating my meat stick. Were you going to go downstairs and see if there was meat sticks in the refrigerator, Sullivan? I didn't see any. He didn't see any. He wasn't down there. That, that's why he didn't see him. He didn't. Wait, wait, but she. She? 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 The producer? Yes. The yes. The producer told you there's no meat sticks. Yes. According to the producer of the show, there are no meat sticks in this house. Uh, Jim, uh, Kirk says, Jim, meat stick is more like a Vienner sausage. Yeah, it, it's kind of like a Vienner sausage, but um, it's not. I don't know how we got on this meat stick thing. Every once in a while, we get weird, obsessive uh, runs on this show about foodstuffs, uh, salami, Cheez-Its, cheesecake, and now meat sticks. I, there are meat sticks in that refrigerator, don't lie. What do we got here, Sullivan? Hold on, Sullivan, stick your head in. My co-host for the afternoon right here, oh, my grandson, Sullivan Ramirez. Say hello, Sullivan. Hello. No, just say hello, Sullivan, when I say hello. Say hello, Sullivan. All right. Uh, we're going to have to work on this whole comedy thing uh, with Sullivan. I think he just put a paper click in my hair. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thanks to the producer of this show, Jim Perry and Kirk Nerdy. There you go. <laughs> Read it and weep. There we got it right there. Meat and cheese sticks. You know why? Because I'm older and smarter than you. Okay, I got more brains than you. And I know not just to get meat sticks or cheese sticks, but I get a combination. Two, two, two heart attack inducing foodstuffs in one. Meat and cheese sticks. There you are, ladies and gentlemen. I have them for you. Daniel Coe is watching. Daniel Coe, how are you? I said I had uh, enjoyed talking with you last night, sir. He was at the candidate forum along with Kim Duncan. Uh, we're talking meat sticks today, and I'm proving to people that uh, I don't just walk the walk. I talk the talk. I do own meat sticks. Now, I won't own them all because I'll actually eat them. Can I be honest with you? They don't taste that good. But <laughs> so when I'm talking meat stick, for those of you who have sick minds, okay, for those of you whose minds are in the gutter, for those of you who are always going, I know what that means. I was just a pure of heart and talking about bar-ass meat sticks. 
You know, the bad thing about Facebook is that's backwards, but uh, that's right there what we got right here. Uh, let's see what the nutritional value of meat sticks are. Uh, saturated fat, it's 3.5 grams, so it's 18% of your daily requirement. Did you know you had a daily... Hold up, will you let go? Just let go. And it's... Uh, you have... Uh, yeah, oh, we'll look at, yeah, you're looking for the calories. But uh, it has... Um, oh, it's daily value, not daily requirement. My apologies. It's daily value. Saturated fat, 18% of your, of, the, uh, of your daily fat can be gotten right here with Barra's cheese and meat sticks. Uh, there, are, uh, there will be no meat sticks at Overcoming Jody Arias at Stir Crazy Comedy Club October 18th. <laughs> there will be 100. There's no, there'll be no 100 calorie meat and cheese sticks served at stircrazycomedyclub.com. Yeah? No. What? Oh, yeah, but I, it's 100 calories. But you know what else? Look at this. 10 grams of protein. 10 grams of protein right there in a bar-ass meat and cheese stick. Okay. So uh, that's too bad, Kurt. Uh, I was going to buy tickets to your show. Matter of fact, we were going to hop right off here and go online and buy tickets. But now that I hear there'll be no meat sticks, you know what? I think I'm still going to go. I'm still going to go. You know what? Uh, Kirk, will you mind... Nancy even says it's a healthy way to have a heart attack. Hey, hey, looking for a healthy way to have a heart attack? You know you're going to have a heart attack someday, but you might want to have a healthy one. Why don't you try doing it with bar-ass meat and cheese sticks? The healthy way to have to eat your life away. Thank you very much. And now, back to the show. Um, man, this show went wackadoo today. This show went wackadoo. How much time do I have left, uh, Miss Producer? How much time do we have left, do you know? Uh, all right, about eight minutes. We have about eight minutes left. Eight minutes left in the show. Oh, we're having a good time today. Travis Miner's here. Travis Miner says that he likes meat sticks. So I don't know if we're getting some sort of survey going now. You guys can, um, I'm just going to say the word meat stick, and then you can type in yes or no. Travis Miner says, uh, that was my wrestling name in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> Travis Miner's mom, Diane Miner, is watching. She can attest to, she can verify. Kirk, I think that you are also an attorney. So uh, we have an attorney in the room, so there won't be any falderall going on here. Uh, you can now attest, Diane Miner, if while, if while Travis Miner was a wrestler in middle school, if his wrestling name was Meat Stick. Nancy Eamon said she dated him. Now, if you read that wrong, that would mean that Nancy Eamon's dated Travis Minor when he was in junior high. But I don't think that's what she meant. I don't think that's what she meant. So you guys could just uh, type in here, uh, when I say meat stick, yes or no. Do you like meat sticks? All right? Uh, you, know what, <laughs> you know, if you call anybody meat stick, it never is not, hey, meat stick. That's never like a, a compliment. Okay, we're off on a meat, meat, a meat stick train right now. Keep in mind, we could also talk about cheese sticks because I have here on my desk a box of Bar S meat and cheese sticks right here. Hey, Sullivan's asking a question. So it is half meat, half cheese, or one side meat and one side cheese. I will tell you right now, and I know this through visual confirmation and through edible conversation, through taste and texture, that a bar-ass meat and cheese stick, the kind uh, you get right here in this box, 
Nancy Eamon said, yes, she will, just to piss off her tick off, her vegan friends. Uh, this has just got like a thin, a thin sort of a film of meat over them. This is oven roasted turkey breast, ground turkey breast, added wrapped mozzarella cheese. So it's primarily cheese with a, uh, uh, a, a thin film of turkey around it. Man, aren't you... Aren't I making you hungry right now? A thin film of turkey wrapped around a yellowish cheese. It's what it makes up Bar S's delicious meat and cheese sticks. Um, then Travis Miner says, I understand. That doesn't tell me if you do like them or don't like them. And I haven't heard from my brother Jerry, who's pretty much a health nut, if he likes a uh, meat stick. He hasn't answered. He won't answer. You know why? Because he's got me on while he's working. While he's uh, uh, grading papers and stuff, I'm nothing but background noise to him. Uh, I think my entire life I've been nothing but background noise. Let's get to the music. I got to do this, okay? Um, Travis Miner says, lots of experience in the edible department over here. Aha. Uh -huh. And that's why you'll, you know, once you've had an edible, you'll eat about anything. You'll eat a meat and cheese stick. You'll eat a meat and cheese stick with the meat ripped off. Okay. Let's get to the music. We're going to recommend a couple songs from this today. It's a CD. It's a CD. It is not an album. It's a CD. Look at that. Isn't that cool? And the CD is, the CD is Greatest Hits, Sons, Sons Record Company. Sun Record Company. Greatest Hit, Jerry Vizic says, fuck meat sticks. All right, there. Now, see, now it's become aggressive. That's it. No, hold on. Hold on, Sullivan. I don't owe you money. That was a quote. You see, every time I curse on this show, I have to pay. Sure, sure. I have to pay Sullivan fifty cents, and all I was doing was quoting my brother Jerry. That's all I was doing. That's all I was doing. But I, you know what? I'll still pony up. I'll still pony up. I think I owe you a buck and a half for the week, which is pretty good. Um, you can take a dollar off. I can take a. Show this book. I can take a dollar off if I show a book. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to get to the music today. Um, Okay, we have time. I'll show the book. Kirk Nermie says, how high does one have to be to eat a meat stick? I don't know. I've been high in 35 years, and I've eaten them. Can I talk about the music, ladies and gentlemen? This CD right here, this is a golden ticket to some of the most wonderful music ever composed or compiled. These are some of the great artists from the early days of Sun Records. Sam Phillips, Sun Records in Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee. Tina Mike Lawson says, Sullivan's going to be a rich man. <laughs> if you invest right, you know. A buck and a half put in the stock market now with compounded interest over 40 years. He'll be a multimillionaire. Travis Miner said, let's make that kid a millionaire. So, uh, you know what? I'm not going to get to these today. But if you like Elvis, if you like Jenna Cash, if you like Jerry Lewis, if you like Carl Perkins, if you like Roy Arbinson, then you want to listen to these songs. Uh, Sun Records was a Sam Phillips discovered and produced and distributed music of some of the legends who created the soundtrack to the American experience from somewhere in the early 50s on. Uh, on this, a CD is Elvis Presley's very first song, That's All Right. That's All Right, Mama. Johnny Cash doing I Walk the Line. Jerry Lewis doing Great Balls of Fire. Carl Perkins, Blue Suede Shoes. Presley doing Blue Moon in Kentucky. Arbinson doing Domino. Johnny Cash, Folsom Prison Blues. Jerry Lewis, whole lot of shaking going on. Howlin' Wolf. Old Red, Bill Justice, Raunchy, Carl Perkins, Matchbox, Jerry Lee Lewis doing a great version of Crazy Arms, 
Rufus Thomas doing Bearcat, Roy Arbison doing Claudette, Johnny Cash doing Hey Porter, and Jerry Lewis doing Breathless. A lot of these are some of the very first singles put out by these artists whose names you automatically know now when you're born in America. We're going to recommend from Sun Records, Sun Records Greatest Hits. We'll talk about this CD more in, uh, in more depth later on when I'm not being indonated by uh, an audience that has now become uh, obsessed with uh, meat sticks. <laughs> We're going to recommend Jerry Lewis's Great Balls of Fire. Jerry Lewis's Great Balls of Fire. If you want to hear one of the songs that shook the world, that changed the cultural landscape more than uh, Nirvana did, more than Dr. Dre did, more probably than the Beatles did, you want to listen to Jerry Lewis's early version of Great Balls of Fire and realize that at one point in a rather calm and sedate America, they would listen to Pat Boone and Doris Day and sanitized versions of songs like How Much Is That Doggy in the Window? This Louisiana raging Cajun burst out of the radio onto the American scene in a way that jarred and jolted people that if you had eaten too many meat, meat sticks, you would immediately drop of a heart attack. But if you were a teenager, you immediately jumped up out of your chair and danced like a spinning top. So we're going to recommend uh, today, I'm going to talk about this one more when we come back Sunday. No show tomorrow, we take Saturdays off. Jeremy Lewis's Great Balls of Fire, original recording off of Sun Records. Listen to that, and you will find a very, very, very fine madness. All right, you know what? i got to wrap up. This has been a good show. I've had fun. I had some people on that I know don't normally see, uh, Kim and Daniel, uh, people that I see on a regular basis who I always love seeing, Tina and Mike, Travis and Diane, uh, Kevin Brown, I think, was here, my brother Jerry. Uh, by the way, if you're here and uh, you're watching a champ, de Blasio out there in West Virginia, probably the most refined and cultured man from West Virginia, and he's Italian. Um, I just saw this again, where it pops up, where Kirk Nermie says, do you smoke cheese sticks? And I think that's what really started us down a bad rabbit hole with this show. Yeah. I want to just say uh, hi to all of you, and thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm going to be back Sunday at 2 p.m., 2 p.m., Mountain Standard Time, with another edition of this show. Another edition of this show. Until then, man, you want to listen to... Uh, what is it? Great Balls of Fire. I thought almost I thought there was a whole lot of shaking going on. Great Balls of Fire by Jerry Lee Lewis. You'll be glad that you did. We'll see you Sunday. This has been Living on a Thin Line with Tony Vizic. And stick your head in and say hi, Sullivan. Say, hi, say bye, Sullivan. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and Sullivan Ramirez.